Welcome to Quick Takes with Kevin, a weekly podcast about leadership, life, and ministry with Kevin Ezell, president of the North American Mission Board. Each week, Kevin will be focusing on how pastors can keep their souls healthy in the midst of the demands and challenges of everyday life. Now, here's your host, Kevin Ezell. Hey, Pastor. Welcome to Quick Takes. This is Kevin Ezell from the North American Mission Board. And today, we're going to talk about Chapter 36, which is your team uh, more corporate or Christ-like. And I have as our guest, pastor of Eagles Landing uh, Church in McDonough, Georgia, Tim Dowdy, and who also does pastoral health for all of the Georgia Baptist Convention and is a very good friend of mine and so grateful for him. Tim, thanks for taking the time today. Thank you, Kevin. Man, I look forward to the conversation today and always look forward to being able to talk to you. Um, you know, God's given us a great friendship and, and you've been always been an encouragement to me and I appreciate that so much. Well, Tim, Tim uh, was the chairman of the North American Mission Board when I went to the North American Mission Board. Yeah. And so uh, it, it's been 10 years almost, and he's just now telling people. <laughs> 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 the word is now out. Yeah, that's right. Hey, hey Tim, talking about uh, is your culture, I mean, you do such a great job of building a culture, and especially at, at Eagles Landing, you had a church and a school, and it's so... Uh, so many challenges to building culture and, and uh, you can, can become very corporate because you have so many expectations on you and leadership calls at the same time to keep that spiritual focus. How did you balance that from not being so corporate? Uh, Because you have to be some, I mean, you can't run it uh, uh, loosely, but, but how did you balance that to keep the right balance? And, you know, to be honest with you, and I think we're still trying to, to work at it and get better at it. Um, you know, nobody wants to have a church or even a Christian school where the staff culture is purely corporate. It's like the business world and that there's no distinguishing characteristics of it between a business and North America. And so obviously I think there's things to learn from business, but at the same time, I think we've done ourselves an injustice oftentimes when we just take business principles and try to baptize them and say that that should work for us too. Um, because there is a, a distinct difference in any kind of Christian organization. Christ first. He is the leader. He is the CEO and should be leading everything we do. I mean, it's all for his glory. It's not for the glory of any man or, or uh, anyone else, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that, that's kind of the first thing to keep in your mind to re- and, and, and to remember whether you're the leader of that organization or a member of it, God doesn't need you. You know, right. uh, and 2 Corinthians, it says, Paul writes, you know, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. He calls us jars of clay. Right. And, and, and that's really what we are. I, no matter what your degrees are, what your experience is, what your expertise is, we're, um, God has included us in what he's doing. And I think keeping that spirit, um, realizing that it is a gift that God chooses to use us every day. Um, helps create that culture in the life of a church or any organization that's Christian. Right. And I, man, to, uh, I believe you do this uh, on a regular basis. I, I always surround myself with, on staff, and it's just people that you consult with, you know, your leadership team at the church that are not staff. But to have business people, you need people who think corporate. Yeah. You need think, people who think spiritual. Right now, 
you know, name I've got a guy that came from the corporate world and it's really it's great to have that corporate thought but there are times when I'm thinking look I appreciate that's a good thought but that won't work in a ministry setting that's and, exactly right and then sometimes if you if you have a meeting where you just have all ministers around the table mm. like, hey, that's a great thought but there's no way to tangibly pull that off yeah fight about it how do you intentionally put those people, you know, I mean, in your life or did it just kind of happen or? Well, I think there's a couple of things there. One, there are, there's a lot we can learn from people that are experts in business. And I think the way we apply them in the in life of a church is we put them in some of those practices in place so that they help us streamline and to become more effective. But we don't, we can't miss the relationship side uh, with, God and with others. And I think you do need both people in the room to help you, you know, and we learn from both. Uh, but at the end of the day, obviously we want to make sure that whatever we do brings honor and glory to the Lord. And, uh, you know, I, I tell our, our staff all the time, Hey, listen, we, you need to make this your own little checkup every day. Am I living to make my name great or am I living to make right. his name known? And I think sometimes that simple question could let us know if our, our organization, our structure, how we're leading is more corporate than Christ-like. Because right. when it becomes corporate, we, we really do start living to make our name great rather than make his name known. And right. uh, so it's a simple test. Um, it's been helpful to me uh, along the way. Um, but I think there, there are things we can learn from the business community and from people that are, you know, just godly godly people but may not really have any business sense at all uh, right. but they help us along the way right. well maintain the the, uh, the spiritual climate in the staff too because sometimes mm. even ministers can get so focused on the task they just forget the spiritual side of this and we walk by budgets not by faith and uh yeah are there any strategic or intentional things that you would do as you led your staff or lead a church to make sure to balance? Hey, look, because sometimes I've seen guys manipulate the spiritual side. You know, guys tell me to do this. we got to have just faith and just have faith uh, and just do this without ever doing the calculations. Uh, but, but uh, you know, often it's the other way around. Is there any way, what's the one thing closing we, you would do? Well, I think we probably have all done that at some point and learned the, uh, the error of our ways when we try to, it is a it's a little bit of a manipulation when somebody says, well, God told me to do this. What am I supposed right. to say to that? You know I mean? Uh, I can't argue with that. I'm not going to argue with God. Um, but, but I, I do think that, um, you know, calling your staff to a season of prayer, if you've got a big decision, just saying, let's, let's just all pray about this for a month before we make any decisions or yeah. uh, just all and, and share through that month, your own prayer journey about whatever that need is, and people see that you're really seeking the heart of God in the midst of that, and they're joining right. you in that journey and seeing if God will just bring all of you to the same point of, okay, this needs to be our next step in what we do. Um, I think that's huge. That's, a, that's a, to me, a, a big part of it. Sure. Well, man, Tim, thank you so much for your insight. And to me, you're the, very, you're the perfect guy to be focused on coaching pastors and their own uh, leadership health and spiritual health. And I'm so grateful for what you did at Eagles Landing and are doing at Eagles Landing, but also uh, now uh, 
ministering to the pastors in Georgia and really all over North America. So thank you for uh, the impact that you're making. And I just thank you for the impact you made in my life and modeling uh, what we've talked about today. Appreciate you, brother. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, man. I love you. Um, love your family. So grateful for all the guys you used you to do at the North American Mission Board and looking forward to seeing how God continues to use this for his glory. And uh, just to say a word to the pastors out there, we're just praying for our pastors both in our state and around the world that are ministering during this time. I think hopefully through this, God will um, so work in the lives of those that belong to him that will come out on the other side, not back to normal. There was a lot of lethargy and apathy in the church and even in pastors. And I just pray that God will revive our hearts and there'll be a great awakening um, in this world. And uh, we'll see the church even play a stronger role in, um, in communities around the world and holding out the hope of the gospel and ministering in the name of Jesus. So um, we're praying for that right now. I appreciate that, brother. Well, pastor, thank you for joining us for quick takes and pray God's blessing upon you today. Thanks for joining us for quick takes with Kevin. Each week, Kevin will visit with pastors and leaders as they talk about the challenges they face and the lessons they've learned in balancing faith, family, and ministry. Thank you for being with us.